If we're talking about jobs for the future and providing for the future, we need to be looking at how we're training. What would, what, we have an education system, it's from the 1950s. How is that serving anybody? Cut it out. I'm asking, why do you need it? Why do you need the profit? So interestingly, you're talking about financial profit because that's what, when we, generally speaking, when we talk about profit, yeah. that's what we consider that yes. we're talking about. We're talking about money. Yes. When I talk about profit, I'm also talking about that increased social value that we create, the environmental value that we, that we create, the community value, the community yes. profit. How does the community benefit? How does the planet benefit? That is, that How is do profit. people benefit? It's a different kind of profit, oh. though. Oh, I agree with you. They, they were talking the same language, because, so that, so that but that's not what we do in business. The, the profit that we talk about in business is, is not the one that you're talking yeah. about. I'm an accountant. It isn't that one. Traditional businesses, and what I'm arguing is that what we need and what we're seeing the rise of are these non-traditional kind of businesses, these new business models that are focusing on environmental profit, that are focusing on social profit, that are focusing on community profit. How can we create as much value as possible that benefits and fulfills the needs of people and planet, the environment, the communities that we live in? And I, that's what- I, I, that's I, I agree with you, but, but that's not the profit that we, that we use. And that's not the profit that we, that, and therefore the system that we have, which is capitalism, is using a meaningless number. So I think we're agreeing about what we're trying to achieve. and, yeah. and, and, and but, but you don't need one measure. It's too, it's too simplistic. You need yeah. to, that our kids are, are engaged and love their job, love their, love their work, that the, the planet is thriving. That is not the profit. I think we are aligned, but, it's, yeah. but I want to say it's a different measure, a different set of measures yes. which, that we're talking which about. Again, yeah. But I'm, I'm not, I, but I'm completely agreeing that everything has to be designed in such a way that we meet people's needs. And we meet people's needs without creating a welfare state where people are not, they're not actually delivering meaningful contribution. They're actually on the receiving end. They effectively become slaves where, where, they, where they, they're not working. And they've, now it's, it's to me, it's, it's, de, it's, it's dehumanizing. Yeah. So I don't think, I think where we were disagreeing was, was a definition of profit. If we start yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. to define profit, which is not, what, by the way, what Call does, which is not, by the way, what anybody's doing. The ESG is not about what, what we're talking about. We've now moved, almost aligned, in at building organisations that allow people to thrive and allow nature to thrive. And, mm -hmm. I, and I think where I'm getting to is that that's not the profit number. Mm -hmm. It's got to be something much, much clearer, much more transparent, that every, do you agree that nobody, I mean, if you're not an accountant, do you really understand the PL? Completely. And, and, and I think it's also looking at the fact that we need a, we need a, a complete transformation of, of the way that we work, of our society, of those structures. We need, a, we need a complete, complete transformation, be that digital transformation, social transformation, environmental transformation. Where I see, though, that some of the models that we currently have, to get to where we want to be, we have to transition. And we need, I believe we need those structures like B Corp that are redefining business in, in the traditional sense. Because we, we need to take different, we need to take a number of steps in order to get to where we need to be, where we're completely fulfilling the needs of people and planet and communities. That is a process. The transformation is a process. And I believe some of these structures, these different kinds of structures, are needed in order to get us there. I see them as stepping stones on a roadmap 
to achieve, not just full employment, but for example, you know, we, we do measure happiness. There is something called the happiness index. We do measure happiness. But, you know, there's questions about how that's calculated and what is that meaningful and what does that mean? And it's too complicated. And many of these systems are way too complicated. They need to be more transparent. So we do need something that's clear and simple and human shaped. Again, but in order to get there, there is a, there is a process and there is a whole shift in behaviours, behaviour change that needs to happen on a, on a huge scale. But that, that's where I do disagree. I think the B Corps concept doesn't help. It doesn't help because it doesn't make it clear to people that there is any one purpose which is looking after people and planet. It says that you can be um, dualist. It's projecting a different image. It's saying you can, do, you can have two purposes, you can't. And therefore, it's just confusing. And if your end game, I think which is, we're both agreeing in the end game, which is we need to look after each other and we need to look after the planet, then go there. <laughs> don't create measures which are halfway houses, which don't achieve it. So you move from a PL which is which is not focused on uh, because the trouble is, and the B Corps is still using profit, and profit is still as meaningless as it ever was. And you still got accountants uh, dressing up the numbers, and you still got all kinds of reports that are meaningless. It's it's not helping. It's not helping. I, I'm not saying that the objective. If you look at the people that set up the B Corps movement, they they were very ambitious, um, but I think there's general recognition that it hasn't taken off in the way uh, that they envisaged, and it hasn't achieved what's What's it hasn't achieved the transformation. It's been around for how many years? I don't know. Is it 10, 15 years? I'm not sure. It's about 10 years. Yeah, and, and, and it hasn't achieved the change. So I rest my case. It's, it's not B Corp. So, okay. So how do we go about getting this transparency then? Because B Corp, we could say, has gone a certain way. There's been this shift that we've seen. So how do we get this whole transparency around the measures that you're talking about? How, how do we get there? Yeah, okay, so it's about simply determining what we need to measure, what, what, and, it, and the happiness index, I completely agree with you, Benita, yeah. is to, co- any of these <laughs> algorithms, any yeah. algorithm, uh, I was talking yesterday to a guy who wanted to set up a business that measured um, the credit worthiness using ESG stuff, and I tried, uh, and it was going to be an algorithm, I said, look, look, no one understands algorithms, <laughs> they're, 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 they're not people, they're, 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 they're computers running, admittedly they're all kinds of sophisticated techniques, but they're computers still, the machines. And therefore we fundamentally have to have measures um, that are simple, that everybody understands. And mm-hmm. the same way I told you the girl last night, who said, I don't, they, nobody's focusing on net zero because no one understands net zero. It's mm-hmm. just, it's too complicated. So one, what do I need? Well, I need food. Yeah, I need food. Am I getting the food that I need? I need healthy food. Um, I, I need not too much food as well, says somebody who eats too much, certainly in the <laughs> evening. No, it's, it's, these, it's very simple things. Am I, are we educating people? And we're not, because you look at the health, the life expectations between areas, there's massive health inequalities. You can have people living 10 miles apart with a life expectancy in area one could be... 75 and, 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 and 10 miles away, it could be 60 or 65. Mm. Now that is murder. Are we straight with that? It's, it's, it's murder when we create a society which allows these differences. So we have to start to work out, okay, what are healthy foods? Um, so we have to measure what people are eating, then, they're getting all that, 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 then we have to measure the work they're doing. So in each area, we have to look at what the need is, food, um, 
for, 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 for people and start to use language, a single language that everybody understands. Because that's, Chris, you agree with that, by the way? It's got to be something that everyone understands in order yeah. to have... I do agree, but I guess, you know, I believe that, you know, if you're living in a low-income community and the fundamental issue is around access to resources, it's access to resources, it's access to education, it's access to opportunity, it's access to inspiration. I mean, there are all those kinds of, you know, kind of kinds of factors. And so for me, this is not just about what we're measuring and how we're measuring it. Um, but this is about providing those those fundamentals. And, you know, there's something like £3.5 trillion pounds worth of idle resources in the world. The fact is, is that, you know, we waste so we waste, you know, billions and billions of tons of food every single year. We have enough food in this world to feed the global population 10 times over. Yet we have poverty and we have starvation and we have huge amounts of food poverty. Even here in the UK, something like 4 million children suffering from food poverty, completely disgraceful. And why is that? Because of the way that we're not using the resources that we have. Yes. And those resources need to be more efficiently um, used, but we also need to have that access to those resources. Yeah. We talked about this whole, this whole notion of, 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 you know, of levelling up, but, but the fact remains that, for me, this is not just about an exercise in what we're measuring and how we're measuring it. We have a huge education problem we have a huge skills problem and that to me is what we need to be looking at you know looking yeah. to the future uh, I, there there are you know currently you know 14 it's like 14 million jobs in in energy for example that cannot be filled those roles cannot be filled because we don't have the skills that are required green the green skills gap is phenomenal creative skills innovation skills cognitive skills in terms of problem solving those are the sorts of things that we that we need you know we have millions of people who are in work and who feel that they don't one in six people in work workers feel they don't have the necessary training required to deliver what they need to deliver that is a big problem and we need to look at that if we're talking about jobs for the future and providing for the future, we need to be looking at how we're training, what would, what, we have an education system, it's from the 1950s. How is that serving anybody? So yeah. I, I just believe that it's, it's, it's very easy, I think, for us to get caught up in this whole idea of measurement and what we're measuring and how we're measuring it. But we kind of need to take a step back and say, look, we're not even, we're not even training people. We're not even providing and, and enabling the, the skills that, that, you know, that are out there. We can't even fill the jobs that are out there. You know, out of every 10 green jobs that are currently advertised, only three are filled. Three out of 10. That's seven out of 10 jobs because we don't have, we've got this huge skills gap. Yet we have people who don't have employment, who can't feed their families. So, you know, the system doesn't work. It is fundamentally flawed but we've got, to, we've got to look at education and we've got to look at skills training. It's been a really, really interesting discussion. Yes, we, of course, have had the overall topic of employment, but it's been great because we've actually had quite a few other things and elements coming in, which has been really good. So thank you so much for joining us for thank this you. discussion. Thank you. And thank you for watching. Do remember to hit the subscribe button, very important, and hopefully we'll get those views up next time we see you as well. Until that next time, take care. Goodbye.